If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Switchcraft is brought to you live three days a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This particular episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Ted Wagner. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar by heading on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Switchcraft 209 is also brought to you by Amazon Prime. I have been a member of Amazon Prime for a very, very long time between the music the videos, the free shipping, and the ridiculously good uh, return policy. Amazon Prime is one of the best subscription services you can have. I highly suggest that you uh, check it out right now because Twitch is giving away uh, free games every day this month if you uh, have a Twitch Prime account. And one thing that comes with Amazon Prime is a Twitch Prime account. All you have to do is link your Amazon to your Twitch and you get free games. Now, these games are only for the PC, but if you've got a PC and you don't have Amazon Prime, now is the time to sign up so that you can get a bunch of free games. In addition, after you sign up, you can also subscribe to uh, your favorite uh, streamer over on Twitch, uh, whoever that may be. Hopefully it's me, uh, but definitely support a streamer with that uh, free subscription. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. So before we get started, though, um, community member Fisto has sent me this copy, seal, still sealed, of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I am giving this away to somebody who is uh, listening to the show, uh, hopefully. Uh, so if you want to check this out, just go to runjumpstomp.com giveaway. It should point you in the right direction. And uh, you can also find it by, it's my, it's the... Um, the pinned tweet on my Twitter account, uh, which is at RunJumpStomp. So again, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for free physical edition. You have to be in the U.S. to enter, though, because I'm not going to uh, ship it overseas and have you guys pay, um, um, gosh, what is it, uh, cu uh, customs charges and things like that. Also, before we get started, the annual podcast awards for 2018 uh, have started and I have no illusions about uh, winning a podcast award, but you can nominate Nintendo Switchcraft for a podcast award. All you need to do is go uh, follow the link in the show notes, or you can just go to podcastawards.com and nominate. Uh, my, my show is in two categories. It's in the People's Choice category, as well as the uh, Games and Hobbies category. So make sure that you Go and select it in those two. It just takes about two minutes of time to do it, uh, and it would really definitely help uh, grow the show. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains, embarrassing bald spots, no problem. So we're going to start today with the annual general meeting of Nintendo. Uh, they're, like We finally have the official translation of the 78th annual general meeting uh, with Mr. Kimishima and Mr. Furukawa. And um, what I want to do is just I pulled out a few questions that I found uh, particularly interesting uh, or a few answers that I found particularly interesting. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at that. 
So uh, again, you can you can see this by following the link in the show notes and uh, the full comments are listed at the bottom of this web page. Um, so the first question that jumped out at me uh, was from a shareholder, of course, and they said, you set a goal of selling 20 million hardware units and 100 million software units for Nintendo Switch for the fiscal year ending in March 2019. How does the current situation compare to your estimates? Additionally, one reason given for the recent drop in share price is the report that Nintendo Labo has been selling poorly. Could you share your thoughts on this? All right. Uh, so <clears throat> let, let's go ahead and see what Mr. Kimishima says about this. He says, our sales targets for Nintendo Switch hardware and software during this fiscal year will not be an easy challenge to meet. But we are putting all of our efforts into doing just that. If you look at our software lineup for the fiscal year that we showed that we showed at E3, you can see a relative trend in the titles that resonate most with consumers are concentrated toward the latter half. Uh, so what he's saying here is, look, the big titles that are coming out this year that we've announced so far are coming out at the end of the year. And so even if right now switch sales are close, uh, slow, they're going to ramp up really fast at the end of the year. And we expect to to see uh, like almost like a hockey stick graph where uh, when they at, when they hit the end of the year, they're going to be selling like hotcakes. Uh, so maybe even better than last year. Um, that is why I think um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, that. Oh, that is why I think the way Nintendo Switch hardware sales during the fiscal year will be slightly different from in the last. A simple comparison of hardware units sold during first quarter of this fiscal year might not look as good as the units sold during this period in the prior fiscal year. However, this is something we expected, so the shift is well within expectations when looking at a software lineup for the entire fiscal year. So basically, he's just going on to say that same thing again. Um, also... Something that I want to keep in mind is that Nintendo is a very conservative company and they they don't like to set targets and then miss them. Now, with the Wii U, they set targets and missed them over and over and over again. Uh, and that was not because that was because the hardware just it, it was a it was a failure of marketing, in my opinion, Um because the hardware was pretty good. It was a really fun system. It's not as good as the Switch, but it was a really fun system, and I really enjoyed playing on it. Um, I don't think that Nintendo intentionally sets goals too high to try and hype up investment. I think Nintendo traditionally tries to lowball their estimate, and just with the Wii U, they just missed their they they missed the boat each time, and that was really bad for them. Uh, so. Them getting a taste of not hitting their target makes me think that they are very confident. Even though he's kind of min um, uh, hedging his bets here and saying, look, it's a really difficult thing to do, but I think we can do it. He's kind of hedging his bets there and saying, well, maybe we won't. But I think that they are far more confident than they are letting on that they are going to hit this target. Uh, secondly, uh, he goes on to talk about Nintendo Labo. He says, on the topic of Nintendo Labo, we're grateful for the tremendous response we've received from all kinds of places even prior to its launch. On the other hand, I see it as a characteristically different from titles we've released up until now. Therefore, the sales route will, be, will flow until it reaches 
consumers also differs from other games. We anticipate the parents will purchase it for their children, for example, which, which potentially requires an opportunity to make a purchase like that at a birthday, Christmas, or summer break. That's why we are currently focused on making sure consumers fully understand the appeal of the product, which means what that means is the way we are selling Labo is not like traditional games. So there's a couple of things to take away from here. First off, Labo's more expensive than most games. A lot of parents see that and they're like, I think we're going to have to wait on this, Junior. And then when Junior's birthday or Christmas or uh, bar mitzvah or whatever comes around, you know, that's when the kid gets the thing that they were asking for. And I think that that makes a lot of sense because, you know, I, I think it's 70 or $80 is a lot to swallow for uh, a, a bunch of cardboard. And while you know that that's not really what it is, and I know that that's not really what it is, when parents look at that, that's probably what they see, especially if they don't follow the video game industry. Uh, so I can see a lot of parents looking at that and just saying, we're just going to have to wait and see maybe if you get it for Christmas or something. Uh, what I wrote about this was basically that a lot of a lot of games, like, for instance, Mario Kart 8, uh, when those games come out, they... They, they come out and there's like a huge influx of people buying them at the beginning and then slowly that tapers off and they end up with what's called the long tail where people continually buy it for a long time after the fact. Where with Labo, basically what's happening is that they didn't get that huge clump in the beginning. But I, what I see happening is that over time, instead of having that tail just keep getting smaller and smaller, I think over time that tail is going to get bumps in it and it'll come, it'll go for a while and it'll bump up again. It'll go for a while and it'll bump up again, uh, particularly around the holidays, uh, maybe also around other big game releases. So like, let's say that, um, that I don't want to use Smash Brothers as an example because that's coming out really close to Christmas. So let's say that some game comes out next February that is really, really attractive to a lot of people. And they go out and buy a Nintendo Switch because of that game. Well, then they might also say, well, we can also pick up this Labo for the kids. And so I see a lot of that happening in the future. But of course, I, I could be wrong. All right, let's move on to the next question. This is question number four, uh, not the fourth question that I'm going over, but on the on the list of questions that they were answering, this is question number four. Um, <clears throat> it says, cross-play with other platforms on the Nintendo Switch versions of games such as Fortnite and Minecraft have, I'm sorry, has been a point of appeal. Could you talk about the relationships between Nintendo and other publishers and your in initiatives for cross-platform titles? Mr. Kimishima replied, I will have to refrain from commenting directly about crossplay in Fortnite and Minecraft because those are not Nintendo titles. But I will say that our fundamental way of thinking about offering Nintendo titles on other platforms remains unchanged. I almost feel like he didn't understand the question that was asked there. Um, I don't think that the, the person was asking, can we play Nintendo titles on other platforms? That doesn't seem like he understood the question, but that's okay. Uh, Mr. Tanaka, who is the senior executive officer, uh, then chimed in. He said, 
Crossplay basically comes about from conversations between publishers and platform holders. We are inclined to do what we can to help publishers incorporate crossplay when that is what they want. The other parties involved also have a say in whether we are able to reach this outcome or not, so we will continue to discuss it with them. One thing that I have um, been thinking about here uh, recently is that I, I think that the backlash that Sony got from uh, from the Fortnite debacle, basically, is kind of run its course. And people are starting to move on, even though we didn't get what we want. And that is a bad thing. We need to keep pushing Sony. We need to keep tweeting about this. We need to keep mentioning it and replying to their tweets with tweets about give us our Fortnite accounts, that kind of thing until they 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 cave because um their stock price went down due to a lot of people think due to this and you know they started to crack they started to say well you know what we're working on something and and i think that everybody's gonna like it but then people haven't been talking about it and sony can feel the pressure starting to ease off and then they're going to be able to just say well we can just move on because nobody really cares anymore um and that's a bad thing it's not just a bad thing for our accounts it's a bad thing for the gaming industry as a whole that sony could go in there and bully these companies into not allowing crossplay. um like a lawyer in chat says most people Excuse me. Most people already bought a PS4. The only thing consumers can do is not buy PS4 games. And while that is true, that doesn't really send the message to Sony because they don't know why you're not buying the game on PS4. Um, The best thing to do is to tell Sony that you are unhappy and continue to tell Sony that you're unhappy because the less that people talk about this, the less that we're going to get the results that we are hoping for. That being said, this particular question asked to Mr. Kimishima seems like a waste of time because Nintendo is obviously for crossplay. We already have it in multiple games on the system. Um, it's clear that it's just a Sony issue, and I don't know why this question was asked at this particular moment. All right, let's move on to the next question. Uh, where is the button? There we go. Uh, Indie games have been a hot topic recently as games made by small scale developers around the world with relatively low development costs. How will Nintendo integrate these kind of games into its future business strategy? This is question number seven. Um, The huge I'm not going to read everything here, but Mr. Tanaka, who is the senior executive officer, he replied, he said, we started working with indie developers during the Wii U generation. For Nintendo Switch, we set up a development environment that supports Unity middleware, which is used on smartphones, smartphones, as well as other platforms. We are also actively engaging with our indie developers at video game-focused shows and other events in different regions. And here comes... uh, Oh, not not yet, not yet. Um, Where did it go? We also had a Nintendo booth at the BitSummit indie game event held in Kyoto, where we showcased some games. Some of the indie games already released have gone on to become million sellers worldwide. And here comes the big information. He says, in the future, we are looking to release around 20 to 30 indie games on Nintendo Switch per week. 
and we definitely expect to see some great games among them. I think that that's fantastic that they're excited about releasing so many games. Uh, 15 to th- or 20 to 30 games per week sounds really, really good, but we have to make sure that they are not moving towards an Icarus moment where they fly too cro- close to the sun. I really hope that Nintendo takes a look at the Steam store and sees what an, uh, an unsearchable cesspool of garbage that place has become it is so hard to find anything good if you don't already know what you're looking for and shovelware is not a good thing so while i'm happy to have more games on the switch they need to improve their eShop in order to make it so that we can filter through stuff and find the good stuff they need to put a rating system in there the rating system based on the players where the players go in and they say I think this game is awesome five stars. Uh, five stars. I think that this game is terrible one star. I think that this game is okay three stars. And um, I, I think that that's a really important thing. Now, Nintendo kind of toyed with this a little bit a few months back, but then they shut it back off. And we really don't know why, and we don't know what they did with it. So I'm hoping that... I, I really am hoping that that we see some improvements to the eShop so that we can see a little bit more from this. Uh, I, I really don't want it to turn into to uh, Steam's shovelware nonsense. And thank you for reminding me of that term in chat, Fisto. Um, Kimishima then went on to say, we are currently working towards reaching 1,500 software titles developed for Nintendo platforms using Unity. I think that will give you an idea about how much it has grown. And while uh, high numbers are good, we also want those those high numbers to be good. We want them to be good games and not garbage games that just get thrown on there. Uh, Anyway, there's a lot more to this uh, investors meeting Q&A stuff for the 78th annual general meeting of shareholders. And if you want to read the full report, you can do so by heading to the link in the show notes. And apparently I forgot to throw the link in at the end. So uh, I will have to find that and... um, uh, edit the web page so that you guys can see that link. But anyway, let's move on. Give a man an Atari game and he'll turn into a little boy. But don't worry, he'll be grown up enough to share it. Have you played Atari today? So for those of you that don't know, uh, Warframe is an MMO. Now, I played Warframe when it was in beta, um, feels like forever ago, and I was not impressed. However... I guess the game has gone through a lot of changes and uh, those changes have really improved the game. And I've been told by a lot of people whose ideas I uh, agree with um, that the game is now awesome. And I'm definitely going to check it out when it comes to the Switch. But that's when I I guess I I just kind of spoiled it. Warcraft, not Warcraft. Oof, God, that would be awesome. Warframe is coming to the Switch. Now, what kind of game is Warframe? It's an MMO with space ninjas, which is a really weird idea. And uh, it's more like a third-person shooter. Uh, Now, I haven't played it uh, in the current version. And it's... uh, it's got a it's a free to play game, so you don't have to pay to play it. So when it comes to the Switch, anybody can try it out. And uh they they make their money off selling cosmetic stuff, which I'm 
personally fine with. Now, uh, we've got an article that was written by uh, Kodiak Moonwolf, who is an editor over at Run, Jump, Stomp, and, and he was he's a huge fan of Warframe. He's been playing it for a while now. And uh, he did say that we should not expect to see any cross-play, uh, mostly because right now the PC version of the game is at a higher version number than the console version of the game. And so there is no Warframe cross-play on any platform, and we probably shouldn't expect it to uh, happen on the Switch um, either. But then again, it is a... Well, not then again, but... Uh, you know, the shining light here is it's a free-to-play MMO on the Switch, and guess what? It is now the only MMO that's going to be on the Switch, other than if you count, I believe, Fantasy Star Online 2, which is only in Japan and only in Japanese. So overall, I think that uh, that it's a good... Whoops, that's the wrong button. Overall, I think that it's a good... Uh, thing that this game is coming to the Switch. I am excited to try it out again, um, but it's not my kind of game. Uh, we will see. We'll see. I'm not sure. Uh, but let's move on. Reggie was uh, asked about the Mario movie, and for those of you that did not know, it's not going to be the first Mario movie. We We have already had a Mario movie. It was a disaster. Nintendo did not retain control of that movie and so the movie that we ended up getting was really really bad uh this is uh the one with dennis hopper and john leguizamo um and reggie was asked about the mario movie uh by ign they were uh, interviewing him and uh his response was Certainly our focus from a Nintendo perspective, as well as working with such an accomplished partner like Illumination, is to make sure that what is created is something both fans will love as it will be a as well as it will be a great introduction to folks who are not as familiar with the world of Mario. Um, so he's just saying it's going to be universally appealing, which is fine. And it's a little weird for him to think for me to say. Uh, people who are not already familiar with the world of Mario, because everybody is. Um, he was also asked about other partnerships that, that could happen. Uh, he said, we see ourselves making worldwide customers smile through our IP. Fundamentally, we do that in four ways. We do it with mobile, with our licensed relationships with other companies like Kellogg's. Uh, we have other entertainment, which is where we put Universal Studios and Illumination, and we have our dedicated video game business. The, this is a key part of our strategy. This is an area we have, we are having a range of conversations, just like we did with the other big two partnerships. When we have something to announce, we will. So this is really not a, a real answer. Uh, he also said that these are, conversations are ongoing and that Mr. Miyamoto is actively involved, which is a very important thing because Mr. Miyamoto was pretty much uninvolved with the previous Mario movie, which kind of got away from Nintendo, and that's why it turned into such a stinker. If you want to check out the full interview, go to the uh, link in the show notes and you can click on the IGN little logo there and uh, it'll take you so that you can see other things that Reggie was talking about. Let's go racing! It's Super Mario Kart Funny Car Madness! Only on Super NES! Turn the track into a giant mud pit! Or burn rubber on ice, wood, or asphalt! Smile. Mix it up with the big boys! Alright, I don't want to go too long today, so I want to go ahead and uh, lightning round the rest of this stuff. Uh, number one, Wasteland 2 is coming to the N Nintendo Switch. This is a game that is very much inspired by 
uh, the Fallout games, not Fallout 3, but like Fallout 1 and Fallout 2. It's a it's a top-down, isometric RPG, turn-based RPG. It looks really, really good. It looks like the kind of game that I would love to play, but then when I start playing it, uh, I realize that it's too difficult uh, because I'm bad and I give up. Um, but that is coming to the Switch. We don't know when, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that are excited for it. Uh, the second story is that WWE 2K19 is not going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, 2K Games is focused on making the best possible experience for WWE 2K fans and will continue evaluating all opportunities to deliver the franchise across additional platforms, but not the Nintendo Switch. And you want to know why? Because we didn't buy it. And why didn't we buy it? Because it was a crappy port. Uh, the reviewers said it was a bad port. It had frame rate issues. It had performance issues. And because it was such a crappy port, people didn't buy it. And you know what? That's the way it just goes. So I'm, I don't blame, uh, WD, uh, I'm sorry, 2K games for skipping this version on the Switch. Uh, clearly they, they just they didn't have the chops to make it run on the switch or maybe it was just too demanding of a game um i a lot of people were very unhappy with 17 so i'm not or was it 17 or 18 i can't remember now uh but last the last version and so we're not getting the next version on the switch and um that's okay with me because it probably would have been shovelware uh, again um just if you look at the how how poorly the last one was uh, this is a uh, uh, an important thing for you guys. Uh, if you are into collecting Amiibo, the Pearl and Marina uh, Amiibo figures are now up for pre-order on Amazon. Uh, I guess if you uh, use these in Splatoon 2, you will unlock their out, the outfits that those characters wore in the Octo expansion. Uh, so if you want to pre-order that, just use the link in the show notes so that you can uh, uh, check that out. And finally... Two things. There is video of Okami running on the Nintendo Switch, and um, it looks pretty cool. Uh, you can the link in the show notes, of course. And then I did a first look for Assault Gunners HD uh, edition on the Nintendo Switch, and I was not happy with that game. Uh, the tutorial was really weak. Um, the graphics are subpar. The the controls feel feel really really sloppy. And overall, I'm going to suggest that everybody just steer clear of it. And even after that first look, I went back to try and play some more. And it just, there's nothing fun about that game. Now, if you have played Assault Gunners HD and you're a big fan, feel free to let me know why I'm wrong about that. But I did not enjoy anything about Assault Gunners HD. So I would suggest you guys steer clear of that game. Paperboy from Mindscape for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, everybody, that's it for the show today. Don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, you can do so either by uh, joining us at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays. Uh, I'm also streaming on other days as well. Uh, you can also, if you can't watch the live show because you got stuff to do, 
You can watch the uh, the full show after the fact over at my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, if you are looking for ways to support my content, that is really, really easy to do. Just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All the links there will help me create more content. Thank you so much to everyone who has already supported and uh, before we thank the live chat, I just want to remind everyone to uh, go ahead and nominate your favorite uh, your favorite podcast for the Podcast Awards 2018. There is a link in the show notes that will take you there. The show notes are at uh, runjumpstomp.com slash 209. And now the show just would not be the same without the chat so let me go ahead and thank those people uh we've got bravd kodiak moonwolf snow goes ham vaxer backpack b chris maz uh coronag eight uh hopple j hartley joel mead 24 lego lawyer link 31 254 mr pokemon fisto slow cool uh super 80s tf wagner trev 125 vnk virgo pros wyvern ripsnarl bad blood you guys are awesome i will see you all next time bye bye